Call of the Weird, broadcasting from the bunker at www.bighitsradio.uk. And it's Wednesday, the 29th of May, 2019. Got to get the time and date on there. Um, yeah, and tonight we're looking at, uh, it's an old one, but it's a good one. Um, we're looking at the Bermuda Triangle. It's also known as the Devil's Triangle or Hurricane Alley. And it's loosely defined uh, region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. In 1964, Vincent Geddes wrote in the pulp magazine Argosy of the boundaries of the Bermuda Triangle, giving the edges as Miami or the vertices, which is supposed to be like the corners of it, would be Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico and Bermuda. Subsequent writers did not... Um, I said a triangle. Yeah, I suppose it would be. I don't know. Um, subsequent writers did not necessarily follow this definition. Some writers gave different boundaries and vertices to the triangle, with the total area varying from 500,000 to over 1.5 million square miles. Indeed, some writers even stretched it as far as the Irish coast. Subsequently, the determination of which accidents occurred inside the triangle depends on which writer reported them. The earliest suggestion of unusual disappearances in the Bermuda area appeared in September the 17th, 1950, article published in the Miami Herald, um, Associated Press by Edward Van Winkle-Jones. Two years later, Fate magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, a short article by George X. Sand covering the loss of several planes and ships, including the famous loss of 519, or, sorry, Flight 19. A group of five U.S. Navy gunman TBM Avenger torpedo bombers on a training mission. Sands' article was the first to lay out the now familiar triangular area where the losses took place. Flight 19 alone would be covered again in the April 1962 issue of American Legion magazine. In it, author Alan W. Eckert wrote that the flight leader had been heard saying, We're entering white water and nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green, no white. He also wrote that officials at the Navy Board of Inquiry said the planes flew off to uh, Mars. Um, Sands' article was the first to suggest a supernatural element to the Flight 19 incident. In the February 1964 issue of Argosy, Vincent Geddes' article, The Deadly Bermuda Triangle, argued that Flight 19 and other disappearances were part of a pattern of strange events in the region. The next year, Geddes expanded this article into a book, Invisible Horizons. Others would follow with their own works, elaborated ending on Gellis's ideas. John Wallace Spencer um, in Limbo of the Lost, published in 1969. Charles Berlitz, The Bermuda Triangle in 1974. Richard Weiner, The Devil's Triangle 1974. And many others, all keeping the sum of the same supernatural elements outlined by Eckert. Triangle writers have used a number of supernatural concepts to explain the events. Uh, one explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from the mythical lost continent of Atlantis. Sometimes connected to the Atlantis story is the submerged rock formation known as the Bimini Road off the island of Bimini in the Bahamas, which is in the Triangle by some definitions. Followers of the purported psychic, Edward Kake, uh, take his prediction that evidence of Atlantis would be found in 1968 as referring to the discovery of the Bimini Road. Believers describe the formation as a road, wall or other structure, 
with the Bumidi Road as of natural origin. Other writers attribute the events to UFOs. This idea was used by Steven Spielberg for his science fiction film Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which features the Lost Flight 19 aircrews as alien abductees. Charles Burlitz author of various books on anomalous phenomena lists several theories attributing the losses in the triangle to anomalous or unexpected forces. A paranormal explanation in the 2005 three-part British German-American science fiction miniseries The Triangle says the triangle is a wormhole. Very charming. Uh, anyway, um, there's some natural explanations um, that we're going to briefly look at. Um, compass problems are one of the cited phrases in many triangle incidents. While some have theorised that unusual magnetic anomalies may exist in the area, such anomalies have not been found. Compasses have natural uh, magnetic variations in relation to the magnetic poles. A fact which navigators have known for centuries. Magnetic compass north and geographic true north are exactly the same, only for a small number of places. For example, as of 2000 in the US, only those places on line running from Wisconsin to the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, but the public may not be as informed and they think there's something mysterious about a compass changing across an area as large as the Triangle, which it naturally will. Uh, the Gulf Stream is a major surface current, primarily driven by um, thermohyaline circulation that originates in the Gulf of Mexico and then flows through the Straits of Florida into the North Atlantic. In essence, it is a river within an ocean, and like a river, it can and does carry floating objects. It has a maximum surface velocity of about um, 6.6 feet per second. A small plane making a water landing or boat having engine trouble can be carried away from its reported position by the current. Hurricanes are powerful storms that form in tropical waters and have historically cost thousands of lives and caused billions of dollars in damage. The sinking of Francisco de Barabelas, Spanish fleet in 1502, was the first recorded incident of a destructive hurricane. These storms have in the past caused a number of incidents related to the Triangle. So it could be, um, it could be violent weather. Um, quick look at some incidents um, involving us. Um, the Ellen Austin supposedly came across a derelict ship, placed it on board a prize crew, attempted to sail in tandem with it to New York in 1881. According to the stories, the derelict disappeared. Others elaborating further, the derelict reappeared minus the prize crew and then disappeared again with a second prize crew on board. A check from Lloyds of London's records proved the existence of Meta, built in eighteen fifty four, and that in eighteen eighty Meta was renamed Ellen Austin. Uh, there are no casualty listings for this vessel or any vessel at that time that would suggest a large number of missing men were placed on board a derelict that later disappeared. Flight nineteen was a training flight of five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers that disappeared on December the fifth, nineteen forty five, west over the Atlantic. The squadron's flight plan was scheduled to take them due east from Fort Lauderdale for uh, 141 miles north for 73 miles and then back over final 140 mile leg to complete the exercise. The flight never returned to base. 
The disappearance was attributed by Navy investigators to a navigational error leading to the aircraft running out of fuel. One of the search and rescue aircraft deployed to look for them, a PBM Mariner with a 13-man crew, also disappeared. A tanker off the coast of Florida reported seeing an explosion and observing a widespread oil slick when fruitlessly serving, searching for survivors. Uh, the weather was becoming stormy by the end of the incident. According to contemporaneous sources, the Mariner had a history of explosions due to vapour leaks uh, when heavily loaded with fuel, as it might have been for a potentially long search and rescue operation. A pleasure lot yacht was found adrift in the Atlantic south of Bermuda on September the 26th, 1955. It is usually stated in the stories that the crew vanished whilst the yacht survived being at sea during three hurricanes. The 1955 Atlantic hurricane season shows Hurricane Lone passing nearby between 14th and 18th of September, with the Bermuda being affected by winds of almost gale force. In a second book on the Bermuda Triangle, uh, Weiner quoted from a letter he had received from Mr J.E. Chancellor of Barbados. On the morning of September the 22nd, Connemara V was lying to heavy mooring in the open roadstead of Cornell Bay. Because of the approaching hurricane, the owners strike from the mooring ropes and put out two additional anchors. There was little else he could do as the exposed mooring was the only available anchorage. In Carlisle Bay, the sea in the wake of Hurricane Janet was awe-inspiring and dangerous. The owner of Connemara observed that she had disappeared and an investigation revealed that she had dragged her moorings and gone to sea. On August the 28th, 1963, a pair of US Air Force KC-135 Stratotanker aircraft collided and crashed into the Atlantic 300 miles west of Bermuda. Some writers say that whilst the two aircraft did collide, there were two distinct crash sites separated by over 160 miles of water. However, Kish's research showed that the unclassified version of the Air Force investigation report revealed that the debris field defining the second crash site was examined by a search and rescue ship and found to be a mass of seaweed and driftwood tangled in an old boy. So yeah, there's been a number of weird incidents involving um, the Bermuda Triangle. That's just um, some of them. Unfortunately, once again, time is against us here, so I'm going to have to wind up. Um, but yeah, that's us um, for another week of Call of Weird and um, Keep It Weird. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might like the Andy and Lynn Show podcast, available on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Just search for Andy and Lynn or tune in live every Saturday to BigHitsRadio.uk.